The palace. Remember Carlos and Charlie used to go there? Listen to me, everybody. Rick James and them was a lot of We party with Rick James. Back Carlos and Charlie's the L.A. Reed and Babyface. Yes. Prince used to be up in the in the VIP section with the with the rolls with his leg crossed. So bad. Mike was coming. Yeah. Let me tell you how cold Mike was. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Hot Boxing. I'm Evan Britton. And I'm Mike Tyson. Mike, you want to bring these guys oh, in? Oh man, we got the greats of the great. Um, listen, no, no, I'm being sincere. No, normally I'm talking shit. Yes, be hype. Um, this man right here, Teddy Rowley, um, ooh, he doesn't even know he started the career. He doesn't even know this. He started the career as some monster producers. Mm-hmm. He inspired people. I never really thought about it until I... Um, I'm hanging out with somebody, and I'm thinking, well, how do you even do And he said, Teddy Riley, Rodney Jurgen. You know, it's wow, can you imagine how powerful he is? And he said, he saw you, and you inspired him. And Madden Timmel and all those guys, um, Devonta, it's all those guys, nigga. You know what I mean? He started his own, if you read about him, he started his own um, era, mm. New Jack. You know, and he made people that was a, that become a part of it. Everybody had to become a part of it. That was it. Bobby Brown, all these guys, um, all these great groups, man. Big Bubs and all those guys. Man, he, yeah, he really did it. He made us all proud and stuff. You know, and, to say. yeah, he's very always a humble man. Yes, <clears throat> always been humble. Never tried to be a big shot. It's always humble. And if he did try to be a big shot at any time of his life, it was so small. Just, you know, he was right. just such a humble guy, you know. I could tell just just shaking his hand, introducing myself. He said, I know who you are, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hit me right in the soul. I, I appreciate I, that. I study. I, I mean, you know, I watch the show, so it's like. I watch the show, so, you know, when I seen the show, I knew who you were. And, and definitely, you know, this is my brother here, so. Um, it's such a pleasure to be here, you know. Um, Thank you. I didn't know how it would turn out, you know. Right, it was right, like, right. yo, they, you got light up. I'm mm-hmm. like, light up? <laughs> Smoke? <laughs> no. No, like, only if you want. Not, well, actually, I do. I, va- I vape, you know. I have hyperthyroidism, and it helped me a lot. Actually, two years ago, I just started and uh, I do it for that, for my condition. So I use a CBG. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, which is uh, a strand from the hemp plant. Okay. You have yep. they, they usually pull out the CBD. Yeah. I have CBGs for my body. It's a very a nervous. Part. Oh, wait, wait, TK really came. We didn't know you would come in, but listen, since you're here, then why are you that way, brother? What's that? Why are you the way you are? Are you conscious? You're very conscious about your who you are. I noticed that you're very. You're just very on top of your shit of you. You're an expert in you. I noticed that from just this moment. You're just, you're an expert in you. Why are well, you that way? I'm this way because I, I really feel like you can get more by being the temper, a level mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. this level. When you're this level, you usually don't get what you want. Mm. You know, if you may notice that about yourself, because I used to be that way. We all have yeah. been like loud. Mm-hmm. We from New York and we yeah. from L.A. We from <laughs> you know cities, the hoods. You know, so being from the hood, we, we kind of approach it the raw route, you know, go ratchet. But I realized that that doesn't win. I've, I've remained a winner 
being humble. You shoot them with the humble, you get that back. So it's what you give. You know, um, that's so awesome. You know, and it's just so awesome that um, he's that way, but his father was just such the opposite. You know, You're right. That's that's what just trips me out. Oh, you always been this way, you know. And Gene was been, my godfather, godfather. Okay. but my okay. my real father was okay. treacherous. Okay, right. <laughs> much more treacherous than Gene. I would say. Really? Yeah, he's he's. Gene was just something. Yeah, he was amazing. Right? He was beautiful, though. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just his clothes and looked at his body. He was beautiful. Yeah, you took care of the Gene still alive? No, no, no. He passed. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Yeah. But he was, um, Gene, wow, this, Gene is um, what I am now. Okay. You know, conscious of my appearance and everything, yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. Right, 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 right. right. You know, um, and, uh, and as I did that, uh, I did an investigation on myself. Why do I do this? Mm-hmm. And it's because um, I want to hide my filter okay. from who I was, my past, mm-hmm. what I've done. So I want to look nice. I want to have no association to what I was. And, and that's beautiful. A lot of people don't know, like, everybody's got a little reputation, uh-huh. right? The thing about growth as a man. Make it that. Yeah. Yeah. Think of, the thing about growth as a man is you should be ashamed of what you was. Or you should only be ashamed if you stay the same person That's right. that you was because life is about growth. See, so a lot of people can bring up your old past, but they, that's just the way the human mind is. But the goal in life is to elevate every day. And what I tell people all the time, that you, opportunity, right? Watch what I'm about to tell you. Opportunity. This is where a bunch of people will watch it and listen it. To understand what I'm saying, opportunity. I was in the Philippines. Man was sitting talking to me. And he was talking about America, the people of America. He said, you know what y'all don't have in America? What people don't understand. I said, what? He said, opportunity. He said, in, in here, we make a dollar a day hmm. with no government assistance. They get up early in the morning, go to the city, and get food out of people's trash cans to bring back so families can eat. Hmm. He said, so I took that information and I, and I shared it with the world. I said, we have opportunity. And what's so crazy, people say it's 365 days a year. And I tell people, no, it's 365 tries a year. Yes, you right. got 365 tries to get it right. And God wants you to win so badly, he give you another fucking 365. Who's God? Doesn't matter who's God, as long as you have faith. No, no, it does matter in a way. Well, my, my, this is, is it, 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 what you're saying is making it, um, it's, it's taking away what I'm trying to say. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going down a whole other path. I don't want to do that. That's what the show is about. Yes, right. but the thing is, Discovery. That, yes, and it's about just knowing who you are and whatever you believe, as long as you know you've got 365 tries to accomplish your goal and understand that it's opportunity all around you. There's no reason for people to be success, uh, unsuccessful. Just like I see homeless people. It shouldn't be not one. And let me explain to you about the homeless people, right? I'm driving. I'm everywhere. And I see how they got the, the architect under the bridge. They got a door to come out. They got carpet. Mm-hmm. If you can do all that, you can get a motherfucking job. Mm. That's true. It's very true. If you can, I know some, some got mental illness. and some, But what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen... Just take that word opportunity and use it for the rest of your life and say to yourself, it's opportunity all around. And I guarantee you to change your mindset on how you move forward in life. I disagree. 
I think our purpose in life for guys like you and me, Teddy, and us, to be who we are, mm-hmm. the people who we are, and to um, defeat the world and take care of the world because we had, like you said, the opportunity. We had yeah. the opportunity to do this, so it should be our... Um, it should be our opportunity to give them money if they're begging for money to pay for the tax. That's the taxes for the life that we have. I like that. But I use, when I see homeless people, you know what I do? It inspires me more to not to be them. I, um, that's just, I'm, that's I just my the, take. That's probably I wish, wrong. I but, wish I had the courage to be them. I'm ooh, too that's deep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't have the courage. That just scares me, Mike. Hey, listen. Um, you look at a guy like me at this stage of my life, I'm doing good. got a couple of hundred million dollars properties and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I hate myself. No, I know you don't. Look at you, nigga. You look at, you, look no, at you, you nigga. Look at you. You going to tell me how I feel about myself? Come on, really? Who are you, nigga? Who are you to tell me? Who are you, period? No, well, this uh, is well, who I am. Right, I respect this that. This is who I but am. But me and you go so way I back. I know, but listen, you. this is just some people have. You don't know what I've seen. That's so true, though. Yeah. That's so true. What we all seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, I haven't yeah. walked in your shoes. You're yeah. absolutely right. And that's something I hate myself. I think I'm a piece of shit, but then again, I think I'm beautiful. I'm a bad motherfucker. Okay. I'm the baddest nigga on the planet. And when I think like that, that is my sin. That's my shame. Okay. My guilt. Mm-hmm. But I'm the baddest man on the planet. Right. I, I'm just so, um, I hate being who I am and I'm nothing. Okay. Being from Browns and I'm nothing. So I invaded, I created this I am my God. Okay. The baddest man on the planet because in real life I'm nothing. Okay. Even though I accomplished, I'm nothing. But I keep, keep accomplishing more and more. Right, right. Because I feel like that. I feel like I haven't accomplished a lot. And every day I just feel like I have something to prove. And I don't know if I dislike myself. No, I know what you are, nigga. You just don't want to accept it. You're a megalomaniac with a low self-worth. Hmm, a what? A megalomaniac. You think you're God, but you feel like shit. No. You sure? Sure. Yeah. Well, that's who I am. Okay, I love life. I I just love life. I love what all our experiences have brought us together. When from the days used to pick me up in the Lamborghini with the doors on the side, used to take me to Madonna's house, hanging with Haitian Jack. When I mean, our journey goes back (laughs) since. 86, 87. Like, we have so many great memories. We, before Boys the Men, not Boys the Men, um, what's the guys from New York City that, um, from Charlotte, North Carolina? Jodeci. Jodeci. Yeah. We was at the club on Manchester Avenue. Listen, um, What's the name of that club, man? What's the name of that Nipsey club? Nipsey Hussle named that club, and then someone else's song, the song that he won the Grammy for. What? Man. What's the name of that club? God. I don't know, but Mike didn't tell me who they were. Yeah, they weren't singers. They right. Weren't and I yet. talked about them motherfuckers so bad on on stage. And they were mad at you. Oh, they wanted to fucking kill this motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Remember that day? JoJo wanted to go on stage Yo, and kill this motherfucker. Oh, crazy. <laughs> I remember that you brought that up. We got cr- crazy stories. Didn't he protect me one time? Because I had got jumped. Remember the time I got jumped? Man, you've been in so much shit, nigga. This nigga, listen. <laughs> listen to me. Listen. Listen to me for Before real. Before he's a comedian, what were you, nigga? I was a little bit everything. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> oh. People don't know, yo. Listen. Listen to it. <laughs> nigga, I don't know. What the fuck you did to Eddie Murphy, nigga? Well, I didn't do it to Eddie. All right. I stole Charlie Murphy's watch. Yeah, I know something happened oh, to nigga. Man. This is the age of I'm young. Like, yeah. They were mad. We was, we was, we was children. And I tell the story. We was kids, and he always, whenever we got together, what I liked about Mike, he used to always say, don't worry about that. You were, we were kids. That's, that's what always made me feel good. 
He said, don't worry about it, because one day we're in, we're in um, Vegas. Me, you, and um, my, our guy from Harlem. Zip. Zip, Eric Von Zip. So we're talking. Now, people don't know me, me and Von Zip back then. They was roommates. Yeah, he told me you fucking robbed yeah, this shit and but stuff. But I didn't rob him. Well, he told me you robbed <laughs> Zip. That's my nigga. nigga Zip I would told never me, do that nah, to Zip. Lying, nigga. I would never do that to Zip. Zip told me you took his shit, No, nigga. Zip got dead, evicted. Huh? Zip got evicted and the people that own the house no, took Zip the shit. Me, I would ne- shit. me and Zip been friends for 50 years. This nigga wasn't allowed. The nigga told me you stole his shit, No, I would never do that to Zip. He told me that. Yeah, me and Zip is brothers like above. Oh, I was <laughs> Yeah, I love Zip. But Zip with the story. Zip loves you too, but yeah. niggas right. Oh, I'm not. So me and Zip. Zip thinks he's right. So with the thing about, see, I didn't grow up as a robber. I had, you know, I got my reputation. But I'm, uh, it's where I'm at today. So me, him, and Zip is standing out in front of the MGM. Mike says, come on, let's go. So we walk it through the MGM. We got security. <laughs> But I'm acting like the security's for me too, because now I'm famous, so I'm waving at people using his security. They see me with my tickets. We walk this, take this whole walk. We go down the steps. I've never been through the MG before. We going down the steps sideways. We go down more steps sideways. We open the door. We walk in the parking lot. We get in the truck. Tum, 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 tum. And Mike said, "Man, I got so much shit I got to do to smoke this motherfucking joint to get." get the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck we going? <laughs> it was like a nine mile walk. He just did it because he didn't want people in his business. Oh, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Man, listen, that was hysterical. Listen, I, I can't believe we're still alive, though. No, nah, we here, man. Isn't that something? What was the gentleman? A lot of people. The gentleman that we used to all hang out at Kevin on La Siena Kevin La, Sawyer. Kevin Sawyer. Listen, Peep Game, right? I gave Kevin money to run that. I remember that. And listen, you know who's working for us? Jeremy Fox is working for us. This nigga got a, um, what's that pocket shit? Remember back in the day, them squares with a pocket? Right, right. The digital shit? Yes. The digital, what's that shit? You know, they wore that, the pencil. They were pocket fucking digital calculator. He, uh-huh. he, he was such a fucking, yeah, he was such a fucking square. He had the jerry cut yes, and ma'am. he was working Kevin so he had him dressed up and shit. Jamie? Yeah, yeah. Jamie oh Fox. Yeah, we know way back, wow. yo. No, no, what I wanted to tell you about, let's talk about Robin Harris, nigga. Wow. Wow. Let's talk about Robin yes, Harris. Sir. Fuck, what amazing man. Yeah. One, how many stars he gave opportunities to yes. that would have never had an opportunity in their life. And Michael Williams. Let's yeah. get into Mike, yep. Mike was beautiful, too. And what people don't, and it's good that he brought that up. Crenshaw, 43rd and Crenshaw is what we call it. Mm. 43rd, it was the mega of all black comedy. You had to go there. You had to go mm. there. I saw them all there. That's right. I saw them all. That's right. If you get Joey, well, name them. I saw them all. And every and it wasn't about how it is all. today. How some comics won't go on because somebody else did well. Yeah, I'm talking about the heat was in that. Woo! And not yeah, only the heat. Down. Listen, heat. listen. You want to talk about heat? Let me forget the comedians, right? You nigga, you better not move when Robin Harris is talking. Oh, that's you better just stay in your seat. Don't go to the bathroom, that's nigga. Right. That's Don't right. move. Yeah, and I hope was, he's not talking. Don't put the light on you. And it was good for five years. It was like a school, and I, I learned so much. Ooh, from that him. was just amazing. It was magic there. Yeah, it was just magic. I'm talking about um, uh, um, every comic, Sinbad, mm. um, the Wayneses. You had to the, come there. You, you had to come through there. 
And see, we there was listen, no opportunity. It was for dangerous black. too. Yeah, yeah, right. It wasn't cool. It was dangerous yeah, it was too. Because we was in the hood. Gangsters, all the gangsters was out checking out people looking to rob. People. Yeah, we had to, we was definitely in the hood, and that was the great thing I had. See, I had the streets when I was coming up. See, I had the the hustlers, the drug dealers, the bootleggers. They all came to see TK. And remember, we used to have um, Zenos down on La Cienica. That Shannon them had that. I remember we had so many after I would join. Yes, sir. <laughs> The Remember Carlos and Charlie we used to go there? Listen to me, Rick everybody. Rick James and them was alive, nigga. We party with Rick well, James. Back in the Damn. day, Fuck. Carlos and Charlie's a L.A. Reed and Babyface. Yes. Wow. Prince used to be up in the in the VIP <laughs> section with the with the rolls with his leg crossed. That little nigga so bad. <laughs> Mike Prince? Would come in. Yeah. Now, let me tell you how cold Mike was. Mike would come in with the jumpsuit with a million dollar bracelet. On his yes. ankle, yes. no shirt on. Oh, we and listen to me and me, Teddy. All of us listen to me. This is the days when God, I didn't know you realized that shit. The, I, I remember everything, yo. We 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 had the women. Oh God! Do you hear man. what the fuck I'm telling you, <laughs> nigga? Really? Listen to what? I, listen to everybody watching. Everybody watching. I had so many venereal exactly. disease, nigga. Exactly, but he did. <laughs> they, they know, nigga. You know where, yeah. you were, where they were. Huh? It, it was college. It was everybody. Listen to me. We had nigga. such an amazing time. We go to the club, and, and we just look at each other as we leaving. Because everybody had, like, the baddest chick. We, we nah, see, see you later. Nigga. Ah, oh, Beautiful. Listen, I'm just so happy that I have a wife now. Can you imagine? I couldn't sleep with her. I had to have fucking six, seven women in my bed getting me fucking food, making calls. Food. I nigga. still do that. <laughs> Woo. Fuck. You married, Teddy? Okay. Nah, but you know, Teddy, you know how that shit is. Yeah. And you get addicted. Hey, what am I doing? This beautiful girl. Right, right, right. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck now, I got a story. Here we go. <laughs> now Mike has some gorgeous women. It ain't no game at all. We in motherfucking Cleveland. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> to me, y'all. It's to me. It's it's Cleveland. It's it's Cleveland. Cleveland. He had a. I rolled up on the one because we, we we had so many. You don't know who is who. So I rolled up on this girl, badass, beautiful. I said, "Excuse me, sister, how you doing?" She's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. She's not met you before. Say, who you meet me with? She said, Mike. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so she scratched her eyes. She did this because Mike can't get this woman the biggest yeah, motherfucking yeah, diamond ring. Talk about it. Huge. <laughs> oh, man. Huge. And we're talking, and I know Mike, how Mike moved. I said, he ain't going to be with this bitch a long time. <laughs> no. So Fuck, maybe Mike, a month God, later. Nigga, I had so much fucking money. It was a month later. She's like, Mike, fuck up with me. Uh, I said, did he let you keep the rings? Yeah, but that's one story. Then we got another story. <laughs> now we in Miami. I introduced her to this beautiful girl named Diane. So Mike is a generous guy. Mike gives yeah. the girl $10,000. After yeah. a week knowing her, yeah. she called TK Mike gave me ten thousand. And they called you. You a pimp, nigga? Yeah, no, I'm just a gentleman. People, I'm, I, you know, I'm like, I'm like a, a, a motivational speaker. So the girl said, TK Mike gave me ten. I said, listen, that's my friend. I said, how much you bill? She said seven thousand. I said, take the seven thousand, put three thousand in the card, and send it back to him. I said, he'll give you a hundred thousand. I said, because people used to take it from him. 
Exactly. What happened? Whatever happened to that? Bitch used up all the money. You ain't calling no more. She thought I had something to do with it. She said, he don't call me no more. I said, bitch, I told you to give him the seventh, the fucking three thousand back. So I'm, I'm I'm in New York with this. I'm, and I'm around. I'm, some young kid comes up to me and he goes like this. He said, "Yo, Mike, um, I'm I'm fucking this girl that you used to be with, one of your girls, right?" And um. She said, you, did you buy that fucking condo that she lived in, that apartment that she lives in? I said, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, yeah, uh, man. He said, no, fuck that. I would take that. That bitch don't deserve that shit, nigga. That's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. How's your sister? Uh, Jackie? How's Jackie? She, Jackie's good. That Jackie's um crazy, girl. but Jackie's good. Yes, yes, yes. I haven't seen Jackie in a long time. Oh, uh, she's going to be so happy that you heard it. Uh, Jackie! Shit. She used to call me all the time. Jackie's my big sister. Yeah, it was a, Jackie's beautiful, yeah, She's going to be so happy to hear you say that. Man, oh, actually, Jackie. Actually... I I met actually we came to your first Ruddick fight. Yeah. I came to the first one, hung out with you. Second one, hung out with you and I lost thirty thousand dollars. You lost sixty. Listen, listen. Now we going back. Listen. This is a gambler's nigga and him and hammer. Him and MC Hammer. Fuck nigga. Whoa! Listen, listen, I'm a, he not remember this. Oh, nigga, I tell everybody this. And we went upstairs afterwards because we lost all our money, and we went upstairs with the pimp dude. Boy, and we boy. started taking his money. Oh, remember? shit. Yeah. He, we went upstairs, he and he's, he's like, yo, we can go upstairs and finish this. I was like, all right, let's do it because I don't want to bet down here no more. Oh, right, right. They take it our money. Fuck. They took 60 from him, and I was like, yo, $30,000 that quick? That's just let's go upstairs and do it. crazy. Let's, weren't we crazy back right? Man. Can you imagine? We were young and crazy. And Jackie was with us. I think she was with us. Mm-hmm. And everybody, we all just went upstairs and gambled with him. We took his money and right. we didn't get it all. We didn't give it back. So, Listen, man, you know, I think uh, about my life and I say, this shit is so fucking crazy. Like when I, when I do this fucking life story, this shit, I, some shit is just going to be, I know I'm going to be embarrassed. A lot of this shit is going to be a lot of sad shit, but it's going to be a lot of funny right, shit. Right, right, Nigga, my life is, I'm a joke, nigga. <laughs> Listen, I think I'm a hard nigga. To, I'm a fucking joke. And I'm just saying, fuck. Listen, one of the shit, I'm, I'm donking. Listen, this story, one of the stories. Check this out. You're going to relate to this, okay. I'm sure. So I'm, I'm on, Don King calls me up and he said, Mike, let's, oh, Jackie gets Don. She's media, so she gets Don on the phone and Don tells me, I'm with my girlfriend. Don tells me, hey, let's just do this over. I'm going to I'm going to give you this 50 million, 25 million, whatever it was. We're going to squash the lawsuit right. and everything. And I'm so happy. And then he sends his plane to pick me up. I'm so happy. And I said, fuck, I got money. I've been broke for so many years. I said, right. oh, I got fucking 50 million. Also, I tell my girl, call me. I'm bragging with my girl. We're going to be loaded. And um, I had cocaine. So I did the cocaine, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Everything was beautiful. I did the cocaine. Then I said, this is my fucking plane. This is the money he stole from me. Right. <laughs> 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 Whoa, nigga. Oh, let me stop. Y'all feel me? Right. Wake it up. Yes, like, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I did that cocaine and the... Oh, what? Like he's doing me a fucking favor. Right, this is my right. fucking plane. Right. At first, I felt like, oh, I'm gonna be balling. I'm in the jet. The mm-hmm. fucking what is the five series, the six, whatever. Right, right. Yeah. And I said the new jet. And then I did. This is my motherfucking wow. plane. He stole my money and but he's playing me. He playing me like a bitch. He's sending my plane to pick me up and. And then my mind started going. Mm-hmm. And so Don picked me up, right? 
And I'm fucking thinking I'm buying. He's like, hey, brother, man, I love you, man. We're going to be rich. Fuck the white people, nigga. Me and you, black people together. We got bills. Right, we going right. to make millions, nigga. And I'm looking at him. And he's driving. I'm in the back seat, right? And right. Jackie's in the front seat with him, right? And I'm thinking about And I is in the back seat of the Rolls Royce. And I know. I go like this. I'm in the back seat. And I is. <laughs> and I kicked on. And boom. And the car stopped. Right up. No, we're on um, is it 95 and 95, yeah. You know how the car's going. Yeah. Oh, he's going. I'm beating it. I think Jackie, hold that nigga. I want to get in the front seat. So I said, Jackie, hold this motherfucker, Jackie. Hold, Jackie, you better. I'm going to fucking kill you. Hold that nigga, Jackie. So I'm holding. I want to get in the front seat for I right. really do some yeah, shit. Right, right. right? So, um, but Jackie gets scared. I said, no, Mike, because Jackie's thinking about the money, too. But right. I fucking I lost it. The cocaine made me forget about the money and oh, everything, fuck. right? And I'm beating this nigga ass. And Jackie doesn't want to hold the nigga because Jackie wants the money. I ain't going to hold you and let you kill the nigga. We're going to get the money. So Jackie let him go. And I'm, ah! I'm so mad at Jackie. Ah! I'm so mad at Jackie, right? Yeah. And so this is right. So we're in the middle of me, my girlfriend, and Jackie. I got a box with my weed and I got cocaine in it, right? And so we're in the middle. The cars are coming by. We're going to get fucking hit. The cop come and picks us up. And drive me to my hotel and say, you okay, champ, thanks. And that was it. I got the fucking weed and smelling the cocaine. And I'm like, fuck. Man. And the copy said, have a good day, champ. I said, fuck. And he picked me up on 95 and I'm fighting. And the, and listen, Don King's assistant came because he seen Don had took off. So we did. And so his assistant Don came. Don started running? No, he got in the car and took off. Oh, took off. off. <laughs> Jackie didn't hold him. Go see in the hair. Jackie okay. didn't hold him, right? And so I'm mad at Jackie. So his, his assistant come over and he thinks that we're there. He said, what the fuck's happening? Since he was with Don, I said, boom, knocked yeah, him out too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right in the street, fuck. right in the middle of the fucking highway. He's out cold. Wow. And I'm just, I'm losing it, right? And the cop just came, picked me up and dropped me and said, have a good day, champ. Just like that. Nothing happened. He ain't, he, he ain't trip on the smell of the weed. If you right. saw that box, you just saw that motherfucking eight balls and shit in there. We just said, have a good day, wow. champ. Nigga, if I'd have saw some niggas on the fucking highway, I'd say, hey, all your niggas, check your pocket, put your hands, sit down on the floor. Yeah. Normally, yeah. it's like, hey, y'all all sit down. They call some backup. What the fuck these niggas doing out here on the highway? You know White what I mean? Too. Yeah, what these niggas doing on the highway? Some niggas on the highway and God's gonna hit them. What the? That shit, you can't make up yeah, that you shit. Yeah. I remember I was there, uh, Mick Green. Yeah, fuck, this crazy that nigga. Oh. He's, a, he's a born again Christian now. What? What? Yeah, I saw this nigga. Look him up. He yeah. Look up Mitch Green. He's a born again fucking Christian. Wow. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. So, you know, sports are on hiatus with everything going on in the world, but it doesn't mean that there's nothing to bet on. Now, our hot boxing good friends and exclusive partners, Bet Online, have all the action. Major League Baseball continues to push through the summer, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. On Bet Online, has hundreds of odd features for you to bet on. Take advantage of every sport. And remember, our casino never closes. It's always there for you to check out and enjoy. Bet online. Your online sportsbook expert. Hey, <laughs> that's betonline.ag. And don't forget that promo code podcast1 for your sign-up bonus. So how do you feel? You know, since we're all together yeah. and you thought that you was broke, what got Get you, the, what got you back on track? What motivated you to get back and take your career another direction? Because that's the story of a lifetime. Oh, no shame, ego. Mm. A lot of stuff, you yes. know. Self-hate. Huh. Okay. Like something still, huh? Mm -hmm. It felt more like family, though. So huh? you got with your wife. 
it, it was more of a, a singular focus. I, I need her in my life because she, she, you blocked about my real, whole, she blocked that big hole in my heart. Let me explain to you about. Let me explain to you. Let me explain to you about a real man, right? I'm going to share this before we watch that up there. Anytime you can sit with a man, and you see how beautiful his wife is. You know, most weak niggas be like, oh, she this, she that. That's weak nigga. You know, we, me and you came up together. And I just love sitting here talking to you like old times and how that no matter how beautiful your wife is, no matter what kind of money you have, real is real. Right. See, real is real. And I, and I hope that the people listening understand to young men, because we're trying to push this masculinity thing. Um, um, Mike, this masculinity thing with motherfuckers being soft and, and, and being too emotional about shit. It's, it's so much in your delivery about being a man, about being honest with yourself and moving forward, staying positive. That's just a, a phenomenal thing. And, and, and it's so many levels to you. So many levels. It all come from um, you have to destroy yourself and rebuild yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what life is beautiful because you can always change. You can change right now. You're damn right. You can always change. Yep. You're right. Yep. You know, um, and what I think, um, what, I was, what I would say is my best, what allowed me to be successful, I would never tell people because it wouldn't, um, it wouldn't make sense. Okay. You know, but... Um, what makes me successful is my ego, my desire, my self-hate, and uh, the fact that I want to be up more than people want me to be down. Mm-hmm. Right. And listen, right, but it's just, uh, look at this. I don't think much. I think I'm, um, I have a low self-esteem, but I just don't want nobody to fuck with me. And by, and by me being who I am, that stuff, and it's just so stupid. Nobody's going to fuck me, period, but that's in my mind. I'm scared somebody's going to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. I'm scared somebody's going to pat my pocket, give me your money, nigga. Look at it right now. I'm scared of that. Wow. Right. Right. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I was traumatized. That's some traumatized shit. Right. I'm scared of something right now. I'm a vicious nigga. Somebody goes say, give me your money. I'm scared of that. Mm-hmm. If somebody does that to me, I'm going to lose it. Right. Absolutely. Because that's what I was when people used to could take my money mm-hmm. on my shoes. Because I always had nice clothes because when I was robbing, I always dressed up nice. Right. Yes. And people would, other older kids would take my stuff, okay. my jewelry and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what time it is, right? You right, know. right. I'm the young nigga out there looking good, but all the bigger kids, the big guys like 20 and shit, they take my stuff. Right, right. Well, that's interesting about how your your, your childhood has such a yeah, tremendous man. effect yeah. on you, boy. Yeah. Listen. Damn. Peep this. No, this is going to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. I went from a bitch nigga, people taking my stuff to the baddest nigga on the planet. Mm-hmm. What is that about? Yeah, that's awesome, yo. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. What is that about? My fear. Mm-hmm. I'm a coward. I see what you're saying. You turned something that was that into something positive. No, it's not fucking positive. The I'm most still... fearful can yeah. be the most treacherous. Yeah. Could oh, be the okay. most strongest. Because of your fears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You fear of anything happening to you, so you become strong and powerful. You know, especially if you're trying to protect your family or you're trying to protect your your circle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was about. Being from, I say the hood, because all hoods to me are just alike. Right. You have that fearful in you, and most people do. Even the strongest, even the, yeah. the most fearful person you fear. You know what I'm saying? 
you have that fear, you're going to protect your circle. You're going to always protect your circle. Yeah. The, 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 the scariest guy will shoot first. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Listen, I always remember this. Um, when guys, I'm, when I've been in prison, when those big, strong, scary guys come to prison, when they come to prison, they make sure they're nice guys because people are afraid of them. Mm-hmm. They let people know, hey, I'm not that kind of guy. Big, strong guys. And if they come to prison, let people know, hey, I'm cool. Right, right. You know, because people are afraid of big niggas. Mm-hmm. Big niggas might want to fuck me. Right. Or make me his bitch and make me do shit. Mm-hmm. I got to kill that nigga. Right. He's going to humiliate, humiliate me in front of everybody. Right. Well, it's amazing because we used to hang out, you know. At least I know that you had that fear. If somebody ever got us, you would handle it. Because oh, I used to love hanging with that motherfucker. I seen it. I seen it with my own eyes. I was on 25th Street. I was like, wait a minute. We used to what hang. What's going on? Oh, that's Mike. That's Mike. You just beat somebody up. Is we, that right? We seen the commotion. I was like, wait a minute. I don't know. I just, um, he was the guy. But I wasn't the guy. Mm-hmm. That was right. just fear. I wasn't right. normal. Right, it was just fear. Yep. You know. It's good to hear that with you because, like I said, we've known each other over 30, 33, 34 years. Mm-hmm. All of us. At least 30-something, 33, But, you know, years. you have to understand that that state that we're figuring, we don't even realize it now, but we're figuring out who we are at that That's state. That's true. We yeah. don't even know we're right. figuring out who we are. We're buying the cars. Is that going to do it? No. We right. got the jury. Is that going to do it? No. We got the women. You know, that ain't we got do the fame. Is that going to do it? Right. No. I'm still not happy. What's wrong? Yeah. yeah. That's right. What is wrong? That's true. So we believe this. Like Shannon Briggs, my brother, we believe um, we fall in love with our dicks. Yeah. And then we look for masculinities in a woman, and we keep, mm. that makes us masculine. So we mm. keep fucking them and fucking them, and it's just an illusion. The more we it fuck, the more illusion. the more women we have, the more they take from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more left, the less we are. The more we fuck, the less we are. Yeah. And yeah. we're giving them that energy, and they don't deserve it. Exactly. It's not It's not just the money. It's, just, it's the yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why I'm glad about my daughters when they were born. Same here. I stopped flying women places. Mm. See, when my daughters was born, I stopped flying women to different parts of the world because I felt like they were taking from my children mm. because the female was just a week, two weeks, maybe a month. So instead of giving other women memories, I wanted to make sure I gave my children those same memories. So I'll go to Cabo. I'll go to Fiji. I'll take my family. Yeah, I mean, I'm that way down too. Isn't that weird that we as people, as we get older, we become more... I don't know religious, but more God conscious, yes. more universe conscious. And I tell people because no disrespect when I say this, we almost know that it's almost time. Oh, it's over. oh nigga, it's yeah. over. Yeah, listen. Yes. Know what's interesting? I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I say, "Am I dead yet?" When I don't know if we're really dead, we might be right. dead now. Yeah, exactly. I think about that. Right, right. I think, am I dead now? Right, right. But the great so thing baby. about it is, and I hope we all get another 30, 50 years out of this game. But uh, we're healthy. We all look healthy. Yeah. We, we strive every day, which is, and we're, we're some of the lucky ones. Do you think that's luck? That's your perception of luck. It's, it, I, I use that as a as a metaphor, but I, I would I would use that today as, as a little luck because you got to have a little luck on your side. I think we have to have a lot of luck. Okay, I like that. Indeed. Right. Yeah. Compared to what we've seen, I'm not I'm not good at nothing. A lot of my stuff is luck. Some guys I do punch, I thought I missed the guy, and the guy's on the ground. Right. 
It's with the universe. Mm-hmm. It's not your time to lose. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, we're going to humble you, but it's not now. Right, right. We're going to humble you. We're going to, matter of fact, we're going to give you a bigger ego. Before we're going to humble you, it's going to be really big. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. keep on winning. Come on, right, I'm going to give right. you that. I'm going to give you that. Well, but what I'm going to give you after that is going to be something. Right. You have no idea what's getting ready to happen. Right. And even tomorrow, in all our lives, like mm-hmm. Kobe going, we have no idea what's getting ready to happen That's to us. True. You know, we don't know. Yeah. And know what's so interesting? We live every day like we're going to live forever. It's so true. You know? And what sometimes I like. Sometimes we forget to even, um, even though I'm not going to get religious, but sometimes we forget to thank God for the air that we breathe. <laughs> for the true. universe. That's right. Know? But that's what I'd like to see how we used to hang, to see us now, 37 years later, and our perspectives on that journey. See, to hear the things that you're saying, because I think we all learn from each other, right? Mm-hmm. So now, this part right now, I'm taking things nigga, from I'm you. I'm going to tell you some shit that's going to fuck you up right now, nigga. Okay. I keep looking. When they told me you were coming, I was saying, fuck. You know, that makes me with my ego. Maybe it's my ego. Cause I be saying, fuck, this shit is just um, deja vu. Because I'm, I'm, I'm depressed one day, and I'm signing autographs from niggas, and I'm depressed, and I don't think I should be. I think I'm too big for this shit, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes and visits me, and he looks at me. I said, well, what am I doing with my life? Feeling sorry for myself. He said, nigga, this is just, you go to, what, you said something, this is what you're doing until you hit your goal, nigga. This is just something that told, you said something to yes, that effect. Yeah, right. This is just something Come you're on. doing right now until your shit comes. Right. Something to that effect. Right. And now I'm here, and you're looking at me, I have hundreds of million dollar pro. It all is just fucking scary. Yeah. I don't know. Because we sat, we, let me tell you a story. I'm, I'm going shopping in Caesars, and I saw his name on the thing, and I hadn't seen him in a while. So I, I said, excuse me, to the gentleman. I said, is Mike here? He said, oh, oh, you can come back. I said, no, 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 no. Mike going to see me because I'm family. Yeah. So I went shopping and all that. And when I came back, I saw the line. I said, you know, you got to know how to belong. I, excuse me. You got to know how to move. Excuse, right, you got to know how to move. Excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And they made me wait for a second. I said, yo, just tell Mike T.K. Kirk on here. And we came out when, while he was signing autographs, all the successful people were signing me. I'm sitting just like this. And he said, TK, what am I doing? What am I doing, T? This is, I'm signing fucking uh, uh, um, gloves. <laughs> 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 he said, I'm fine. I'm signing fucking gloves. I'm the, I said, nah, Mike. I said, nah. This is just a journey. Whatever I yeah, said, but it inspired him. Yeah, and that's why when they, when they said he's come in, I said, fuck, I want to tell him that. Remember how down well, I was right there? Yeah, and I didn't even know he was a CC. That's what I love about him. I had a little shame, too. I was like, what the fuck? Look, he look at me, I'm in my height, spending millions on this. Right. Look at me now, I'm signing. What the fuck this nigga? Yeah, I didn't even look at it like that. But so you never know what people thinking. And the thing to hear, like what I like about him is the brutal honesty, right? You yeah, got it. Yeah. The that's brutal it. honesty. Like, oh, my God. Like, that's, that shit is awesome to me. Yeah. Like, he, he know that he was broke. I didn't know he was broke. Only he could tell you that. I'm thinking he just there to do shit for the no, people. Listen, listen. But he was, yeah. I wasn't broke financially. Okay. I was broke spiritually. Broke spiritually. Mm. Yes. I was spiritually broke. Okay. I wasn't broke. I okay. had money financially. But I'm money. so glad that I put a smile on your face yeah. that day because we laughed, didn't we? That oh, day... I got those Listen, pictures. We laughed. Somebody laughed, though. Oh, we, I'm talking about. Gift. That was yes, your yes. gift. That was Yes, yes. I mean, I'm talking about we genuinely, it was like we, I, we, we didn't want to leave. We changed his phone numbers, and, and I work out a lot. And Craig Boogie called yeah. me. He said, Mike wants to know what you've been doing with your yeah. workout. Yeah, I did say that. Because, you know, I'm stuck under here. Yeah. And I felt 
You have no idea. I felt like a fucking king, Mike. Yeah. Ask me? Yeah. What the fuck I'm doing? But you know, the motherfuckers have ripples and shit and be on the run on the <laughs> running down the highway with a fist like man, I remember all that stuff with us. This is what I know about life. Life is in moments. Mm-hmm. And some moments people are down and some moments people are up. Yes. And that was the down moment for me. Okay. And you looked beautiful and I wanted to look like that. Oh uh, that, that 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 I want you to know that really made me feel amazing, yo. And I, I said, Yeah, I'm doing the right thing and I'm so glad that we, that energy exchanged because for me to see what was going to happen months down the line, for you to say, TK, you knew what the fuck was going to happen on that same day because we laughed and his whole energy no, changed. No, it wasn't that, TK. It wasn't that. It wasn't that I know what it was. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't give a fuck. You broke it up. You might, nigga. You my nigga. You That's what I right. felt. Right. I feel like I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm here with you. We, what's up? Yeah, that's yeah. You're my man. Years, we had those years together. Yeah, this is my man. I talk about he used to come through the neighborhood with the Lambos <laughs> on the phone. Those big ass fucking phones we had you back know, in the day. Our insecurities <laughs> make us believe that we're nothing without that. Yes, you know that. He calling me. T, you ready? And then by him hanging with our friend Kev, Kev had us all. We had every pager there was, right? Oh man. Wow. When it first came out the pa- listen, <laughs> listen, I'm gonna tell you something, right? Listen, I used to get so many pages, I I didn't go to the fucking training. Don Don King grabbed my fucking pager and put it in the freezer. He had fucking pages, <laughs> and he locked the freezer. And he put my phone, my 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 uh, pager mm-hmm. in the freezer. The, 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 the pages. Fuck, you know, yeah. I get those girls call me. I'm leaving camp. I'm coming, nigga. And you had a sparring <laughs> partner who passed away. Did you know? The guy that used to um, box at you all the time. What was his name? Alan. What was his name? Come on, fuck. I remember the guy you took. talking I about. his name, yo. He went to the barbershop I went to in Vegas. And he used to tell me about all you guys um, trainers by soul. You know, I traveled so much and, and, and over this last year. I'll go back to the barbershop. And I said, he had a stroke in the, in the barbershop. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Are you talking about Crocodile? I think it's Crocodile. Crocodile, right? Yeah. He's a train with me. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a much, train yes, with you. Crocodile. And, and he did he, have a stroke. And he had a stroke and yes. died. I said, wow. No, I, fuck, yeah. He was, yeah, he died, yo. Yeah, listen, know what about life? Um, You, um, like me right now, right? Mm-hmm. Are you, are you, um... We all got here with somebody, even though that we're not, they're not here no more, but without them being in our life, we wouldn't be here. So true. Right. Isn't that weird? I agree, yep. That's true. That's so but they're true. not with us right now. But, but without them in our life, for what time they know. were, yeah. we yeah. wouldn't be right here. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's so true, yo. And for me, that for me that was Gene. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to be this kid in the basement rocking with a band. Right. And he used to come and get his car washed with, you remember David Hyatt? <sighs> from where? I remember that name. David Hyatt is the guy who, who discovered uh, R. Kelly. Yeah, he was oh, the original guy. He was the hustler. What, yeah, but what about fucking Barry Hankerson? He's before Barry Hankerson. Yeah, yeah. Barry came. Actually, Barry used to manage me, and then when uh, we left Barry, he went and got uh, R. Kelly. Okay. So before Barry, he was the guy actually that was watching us, and Gene was watching us. Okay. But Gene was more aggressive. Ooh, he was yeah. Like, yo, I want to sign y'all. We was like, yo, we never been signing nobody. We was right. like, yo, that's that's we can make get in the music business. Mm-hmm. So that was my inspiration and that's what inspired me. Not only him, mm-hmm. it was Royal Band with Cool in the Gang as wow. well. We used to take him around to the studios and that's how I met M Tume. 
and all of the major producers, which made me want to be a producer. Now, how did you learn how to do music, Daddy? I learned through... By ear or somebody... You by ear, you know. I'm from the project. I just picked up, you know, my mom bought me a Casio, and I just wow. used to take that Casio around and just play it and ask the band, could I play with them? They was like, Shorty, if you don't know how to play, we're taking your Casio. Right. Yeah. So, fucking that's how it was. Yeah. It was like, yo, you don't know how to play. We take, we taking your so you Casio. you never went to school? No, not for it. Oh, shit. Just like he said, everything, for me, is not luck. It's blessings. Right. I started mm-hmm. in church. Okay. And, uh, you know, my mom was like, you're going to get on the piano today. I said, I don't know if I want to get on. He said, you don't get on the piano, I'm going to bust your tail. Right. <laughs> you're going to get a whipping. Mm-hmm. So I got on that piano, and that was the push. That was the push to make me want to play. Yeah. And be in the music industry. And then after I got busted, you know, come on. Something to have to teach you a lesson. Right. Now, what you get busted for? Drugs, huh? Drugs. Okay. What you have on you? I had a uh, PCP. Mm. Okay. Fuck, you selling to some white people or something? Who do PCP? Right. No, Mitch nah, Green that was, do PCP. That was, that was, Mitch Green do PCP. Andrew does. Come yeah. on. Yeah. But, that, I, I, but I went from that. I graduated and went up to cocaine and heroin. But right. it, it was something that really taught me a lesson when I got busted. Okay, yes. all these amazing, crazy stories. Hey, listen, um, when I went to when I got busted and I went to Spofford, mm-hmm. I was in heaven. Really? Did I knew. I saw my friends. I was friends. scared to death. I thought people were gonna hurt me, rape me, beat me up. Then I went to the, the child hall and yo, nigga, what's up, Mike? And Ike, what's up, Dirty Ike? Dirty Ike. The whole everybody knew me. The whole thing. Then my right. ego. I wish somebody would say something to right, me. Right, right. People I ain't seen for fucking years. This is where you been? Right, right. Where have you been? I was fucking. He says I became um. Listen, I became um. I became like Gene. This is my life, the street life. Mm-hmm. All my friends are killers, drug dealers, people that have some issues. Right. You know what I mean? But they love you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Ain't that some bullshit? This guy's going to kill somebody. This guy's going to do this. But he loves you. Mm-hmm. You know? And you love him. He takes care. It's just a weird world. It's just strange. Yeah. You know? And you have to be a part of it to know it, to understand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you remember... Now you are up, up around Harlem, Alpo, yeah, Rich Porter. Uh, listen, let me tell you something. Rich Porter I used to listen. I used to see this little nigga Rich Porter all the time because he used to like my cars and stuff. Like yep. with my he's always coming around the dapper down and looking at my money and cars and stuff. But I'm looking at this little he's just a kid, right? And then one day, um, one of the kids from Dapper Dan comes up and he says, um, Richard is dead. Yeah. And I thought he died from fucking, like, got sick or something. I didn't know. He's such a kid. I didn't know he's no fucking drug dealer. He's no kingpin. Right. He's a little baby. Right. Wow. He's a little baby. I don't even look at him as an equal. He's a little child. Right, right. He's a big drug dealer. He used to be around me all the time. He used to never say a word. He's looking at me. We went to car. high school together. Yeah, he said my room was shit. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. I know Alpo. That's crazy. And uh, Alpo, I just recently seen him. He came to my show at the Apollo. Mm-hmm. I had a big show at the Apollo with Keith Sweat and everybody. And he came to the, the backstage. I was like, yo, it's a ghost. Right, like, right, right. It's like seeing a ghost, but, you know, seeing your friend from way back. I wonder how he know. feels about himself. I don't know. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, I remember this when uh, 
when Nikki Bonds got out and went to another disguise. And, you know, my oldest brother used to work with Nikki. Okay. So just knowing that, um, seeing Alpo, it's like how, you know, you never know how a person feels. But I, I just hope that he's, uh, he's protected, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to see nothing bad happen to anyone. What did Apple do? Everything. Everything. Okay. You know, and it's everything. It's things that we we could say we've done crazy things back right. in our days, but he's done a lot of crazy things. Wow. Okay. When they listen, about- listen, check this. This is real mm-hmm. talk. I'm not really a fan of, but we're not better than him. Okay, I understand. No one. Yeah, we're not mm-hmm. better than him. Yes. You know, he we, might be better than some of us. Mm-hmm. If you look at it from that perspective, if you look at his courage and what he endured and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. You know? And I'm not a fan of it, but he's really, he, he went through the big boy walk. Mm-hmm. He had to go through that big boy walk. And the world knows he had to do what he had to do. And they look at everybody he's going to judge. What's that guy's name up in Harlem? He used to rob the banks. Ooh, what was that? Fuck. Who you talking about? Um... He just passed. Too. He died. He's from Queens, though. Oh, he's from Queens. Is he from Queens? You know the black dark skinned brother. Is he from? What's his name? You know him, Teddy. You know him so well, Teddy. He's part he, of. He's, he's part of um, Boy George and him. Yeah, he's down with that crew. Yeah, he's no, down he, with he, Boy he, George he and doing, he's doing stuff with Jay Z and him back in the day. He's a dark. What's his name? Dark skinned guy, black, real he's black. Doing all the is it? Is it? Is it? Um, real black. Everybody's scared of him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just one word, one name, one name. He has right. one name, go by one name. That yeah. dark skin black guy, yeah, slim yeah. guy. So like three, maybe a month ago, when I was up in New York, they said, yo, TK, such and such, man. Oh, no, in October, I found that. I forgot his name. Me too. Everybody, everybody knows this guy. Yep. Black guy, he's from Queen. He's down with Supreme Team and those guys, I think. Exactly. That, I think guys. that's his name. No, not Supreme. No, not, not Supreme. Supreme. No, not Supreme. Black guy. I forgot Foxy Brown. I forgot one word name. He got one, one word. Yeah. You know, but he passed and his son passed too. He passed first and his son passed away a week later. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, he used to put on all the concerts back in the day. What I like is how... Back in the day. Chase. His name is Chaz. 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 Bam. Chaz. Chaz. There you go. Chaz. Chaz. Oh, man, Chaz is the man. Beautiful brother. I remember we, we did a show at the Omni, New York. Okay. And uh, we did the show for Boy George. Okay. All of them were there. Every yeah, I always, I always. Everybody had on a long. I always like Chad and respect Chad, but yeah. I always get my distance. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, Chad's my, that yeah, I kept my distance. Yeah. There were a few people like that, though. Yeah. You know, like you. Love him, but you gotta love him from afar. Yeah, like Black yeah. Jess, remember Black Jess and those guys? Yep. I used to, I like those guys, but I always, um, from a distance. I grew up with a lot of those guys, went right. to school with a lot of those guys mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's just interesting, man. It's just, let me tell you, Mike. No, saying. no, just think about that's us. Why, why, why they went there and we didn't go that direction? You know, I, I always go and visit Lou and Tut and all those guys mm-hmm. in school, there, and I always say, um, I should be in here with them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? You remember when I came to see you? Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's, it was amazing, man, because I didn't think I was going to get in. Right. It was right? so... What? To see him? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. He had, he had everybody coming to see him. Nigga, I, was like, I have man. lines, nigga. What was that like, Teddy? Right. What it was like? I mean, it was actually, 
That was my first time coming to a prison. prison. I was going to say, have you ever been to a prison before, mm. Teddy, besides that? Performing. Yeah, but listen, right? Not not <laughs> performing. You would think, listen, this is why he's so interesting. This, this is the understanding. You would think this guy been through hell. This guy was protected. He ain't oh, never yeah. seen that. He probably seen it, but he never got involved with none of that really nasty fucking nigga shit, you know? I'll tell you why, though. It was Alpo and Rich. Rich was always telling me, yo, we don't want you on the streets, yo. You need to be on that keyboard. You need to be making that music. So they never wanted me. It's almost crazy because uh, they wanted to do something to Gene. And he mentioned this before. They wanted to do something to Gene for me. No, they wanted, remember when me and Gene broke up? And they were trying to, you know, they wanted to do something to us. I was like, yo, no, we ain't doing this. That's still my godfather, yo. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I, it's not like I don't have love for him. I just know it. You know, something was done to me. I'm not that type of person to hate somebody. Hey, listen, right? I just like Gene because um, something about Gene that's something about me for some reason. And um, Gene don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's a street nigga, and all of a sudden he runs into this nigga, and right, this nigga's right, a guard. Right, yeah. Ooh, what the fuck am I gonna do? I can't. I don't know what to do. He's like, a, you know, he has to, he never had that experience before. He don't know what right. to do. And we, we got, I seen that. You, you know what I'm saying? You got to sorry for him more mm-hmm. than hate him and say, be evil. He took my stuff. You have to really have compassion for him. He was overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, the reason, actually, why we got back together. We actually got back together. Oh, okay. We didn't know. Yeah. And, you know, I brought him down to Virginia. And he, when he came down to Virginia, he used to come every week. So his way, he would go to Virginia before he would go to D.C. to see his wife. Okay. And, uh... One time he went, and this is how we discovered he had dementia. Whoa. Um, He actually drove to coming to Virginia. He stopped in Greenville. When he stopped in Greenville, he had his nephew with him. He left his nephew at the convenience store, went to Charlotte, fell asleep. Police knocked on the window. It's like, sir, you know where you at? He said, yeah, yeah, I'm in Greenville. He said, no, sir, can you step out of the car? You... You're in Charlotte. So he's the type of person that don't keep his numbers in the phone. Mm. He still keep paper. Right. And uh, he had my name on his first page, mm-hmm. him, me, his wife, you know. And they called me first and said, do you know a Eugene Griffin? And I said, yeah. So what's wrong? Everything is okay? Mm-hmm. It was like, well, we, I think we discovered something with him. Is there a way you can get in touch with you know, someone from the family. I said, well, I'm from the family. What do you need me to do? So he's uh, like, well, can you get in touch with any of the other people? I said, well, there's Donna, his wife. And uh, we, you know, they got in touch with her from, you know, using the phone book. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where we discovered he has he had mm-hmm. Alzheimer's or dementia. Wow. How old was Gene? Nobody never knew his know. age. He was just young looking. Yeah, like, beautiful. Right. You've seen him. Yeah. He, he was always, good. let me tell you something. He always looked great, you know, and, and nobody never knew his age. They couldn't even say his age he at the like funeral. A, yeah, he was you like a. kidding me. Yo. They, he was like, it's a street nigga dream, you know what I mean? That's yeah, like he was, he was. It's a, a fly nigga was, on the corner. That's my whole life. That's my whole life. He's just being on the corner. The fucking corner, but I'm flying the motherfucker on the corner. What the fuck is that about me? That's my life. Especially at a car wash, though. Yeah. 
Yo, go to college and be like. I'm saying something, and I'm, I'm in college, right? Yeah. And I saw what you said is very powerful. Remember the sheepskin? Yeah, I remember the sheepskin coat. The hat and the club. So I'm in college. Now I'm in college. Yeah. It's something about the fucking corner. See, we judge by, we could be influenced by that. You understand where I'm going? And I'm like, what the fuck is on the corner? I'm going to tell you, when you finish, I'm going to tell you something else. What the fuck? So I remember getting me a sheepskin coat. And stand on the corner. Nigga, I'm on the, listen. Like, I'm thinking something special gonna fucking happen. It is gonna happen. I'm yeah. gonna stand around like, what's, what, what? It's nothing. No, it is something. You discovered yourself. That's information. The corner is information. Yes, it is. That's what the corner is. Then they're there in slavery, everything. The corner is information. Yes. That's why we go to the corner. And let me let me explain something else to you. Mm-hmm. Why do you think the Lord stopped us from staying on the corner now? Why do you think that? I'm listening. You know why? Because when we can't stand on we can't get information, then we're confused. That's right. Yeah. And then when we're confused, we make mistakes. Right. Then when we make mistakes, we go in front of those people. Mm-hmm. And then they do whatever they want to us. That's right. So they keep us off the corner so we don't get information. I know it sounds so primitive, but isn't that something? Yeah. That's so much power the corner. And, they, and you have to understand the power because they don't want you in the corner no more. It's the right. Lord. The Lord, can't, we can't be on the corner mm-hmm. no more. That, that, for some reason, that, as a kid, that meant... I, it's peep crazy. this, peep this too, right? Nobody fuck with them niggas on the corner either. That's right. You showed them respect. That's right. Anything out of respect is a fight or a shot or something. There's right. No disrespect yeah. to them niggas on the corner, right? That's right. All right. And they had the baddest bitches yeah. too. And they didn't do nothing but stay on the corner. Right. That's it. It <laughs> sounds not. crazy. And listen, you might see them go away and they change their clothes and they right. come back. But or, they're, what, they're not selling drugs or nothing. Right. They're We're on the corner. On the corner. And you can go to college. Watch, I'm about to get you now. You go to college. I go to college. Come back. Them same motherfuckers are still on the corner. Four years later. Still dressed up looking good and made the corner look good. Yo, we would be on tour. We'd be on tour. We came home on the bus, and they were right there. <laughs> late like, at night, right? You still see these niggas late yeah. at night? I have to say this, though. You know, um, most of those people on the corner were like my high school buddies and, and uh, people who have turn like I used to be in bands with like mm-hmm. the guys who you know later on was washing my cars mm-hmm. and that was the most hurtful like seeing like my old guitar player or somebody and I'm like no I don't even want you to wash the car but here's you know some money you know I just can't see like a guy that I'm on stage with like right, I'm playing right. high school band and he's on that corner mm-hmm. hey Teddy listen right um Wow, you said that, um, you know, when I first made money, I used to come back to Browns and I used to give all my money to my friends. Mm-hmm. I did, too. For, I them used to start go- the, for them to start their fucking crack empire. Stop it. No, yeah. I used to do it for them to stop. Yeah, you know? but they started a crack empire with mm-hmm. the money I gave them. Wow. You know? Well, you had a lot, Mike. Yeah, that's why I gave a lot. Yeah, you had a lot. You, you sure did. A lot that's why I gave. Listen, um, I used to learn that from a kid being in the street. Um. I used to hang out with kids my age, right? We used to rob and steal. And they used to always, when they get the money, they take the big part of the money and they give you, you know. Yeah. But then I started hustling with some older guys. And they gave me half. Yeah. And I said, whoa, I'm going to stick with these guys. And that's why I learned, if you're there, you're down. Mm-hmm. I was explaining to um, 
Shannon Biggs. I was with somebody. I had already robbed somebody, so I had a pocket full of money and clothes. But my friend was with somebody, and he was robbing somebody. Like he's like, I mean, you're chilling, and you're robbing him right now. But I'm just waiting for you to finish robbing him, right. and we gonna do whatever we gonna right. do, right? So um, he offered me money. I said, Nah, nigga, I don't want no fucking money. I got fucking money, right? And later on, right, I didn't even notice the guy. I didn't know he was robbing somebody, taking. I knew he was checking somebody, right? right? And I was there. But I didn't know. Later <clears> on. <throat> That guy came back with some friends. They almost killed me. Whoa. Wow. So I, I learned from Brownsville. That's what I learned from Brownsville. If you're there, you're down. You're down, yeah. If, if, if you're, you're in. Try, if you're not trying to stop them from robbing me or hurting me, if you're not trying to stop them, you're down. I don't you're care if you take the money yeah. or not. If you're not trying to help me or you're not trying to tell them, hey, chill, he's a good guy, you're down. When I come back, I'm going to kill you. Right. And they almost killed me. So I re- that's what I learned. Um, if you're there, you're down. So I remember if I do something and somebody, I always give them money. Speaking of being down, yeah. man, that's what happened to us. You know, we used to be at the rooftop. Ooh. Rooftop roller skating ring, and um, that was that. the spot to go. Mm-hmm. But it was also the spot when, when a street dude was looking Everybody. for a street dude or looking for somebody. Yeah, crossfire. Like a lot of my good friends that got killed in front of the rooftop. Wow. Um, it was owned by my, my uncle, Uncle Willie. Mm-hmm. Remember Uncle Willie? Willie Burgers. Yes. So I remember Willie. Something happened where my, one of our guys, Gusto, who owned the rooftop, you know, he was uh, he was in the street game. You know, right. we all from the streets, but he was in the street game heavy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's saying you, yeah. once you're in, you can't quit. Mm-hmm. So they basically came back to uh, extort him, but we were all in the studio. And right. they had us all on the ground with guns to our heads and everything. And... Um, you know, when you see your life before you, yes. you know what I'm saying? It's because you were down. Mm-hmm. You you were a part of it. Right. And we were there. We were making records. We had just finished doing a record with Kumo D. Mm-hmm. He left the studio, and those cats came in with guns and everything. They had us all on the ground, and we thought we were going to die because that's the first thing they said, man. If we don't get the money out of this cat right here, all y'all gone. Damn. So when that happened, you know, it really woke us up. You know, it's just... Signs of waking up, you know, yeah. and being a part of something, you know, it doesn't pay. You know what I'm saying? Especially just being there. Yes, yes, yeah. So you never know. Yeah. So. Guilty by association. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in a barbershop one day in Brooklyn, and I was in the barbershop, and there was a crackhead in there, right? And he said, Mike, man, buy me a haircut. Give me a haircut. I said, listen. If you let me cut your hair, I'll buy your haircut. So I'm cutting his hair. And I'm saying, and I'm telling you, I said, what do I do? How do I start? Right? So I'm saying, how does it start? So I wanted to cut his hair. I'm an asshole, right? Because I got money. I said, if you let me cut your hair, I'll pay for your haircut. And he was letting me, I was trying to cut his hair. And next thing I know, the barber, the owner grabbed me and get him, throw me on the floor. I said, what the fuck are you doing? He said, Mike, you're about to light this. And they were just blasting in there. And um, I didn't know what was going on. I thought they were coming to stick me up or something, right? And then um, I realized he was—he must have fired four or five shots. Boom, pump, pow, 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 with a pump shotgun in there. And um, I thought he was coming for me. He was coming for those guys that stuck him up with some stick-up kids oh, wow. in there. Wow. And they stuck him up and killed some people. They came for them, but I thought he was coming for me, you know? Man. The moral of that is God knows. Yes. He knows who he wants. And who he, you know what I'm saying? It's like listen, he have a plan. Listen, I never you know? say, um, this is what I don't do, Teddy, right? I never say, I'm going to avoid this. This mm-hmm. is going to avoid. No, listen, what's nah, going to happen? Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. 
You just got to do what you do and and know that God knows your heart. He knows where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So he's going, it's a time thing, you know? Yeah, I've been blessed that way too. It's a real time thing, man. And we've been close to the ninth hour of something. We've been close to almost getting... Yeah, when, you hear, when you hear these stories, and like I said, over 30-something years, and you know, I read about you or see you somewhere. I'm on Facebook, and they show all Mike's fights and seeing him swinging and knocking people out the ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, phenomenal uppercuts. Like, you used to hit up there. Or you see him somewhere out of the country teaching people how to fight. You know, he's, he's like, I, I know exactly how he do, he do his hand like that. And then, oh, boom, 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 boom. And just, uh, like, I watch you almost every day. You know, you, 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 social media, they playing them yeah, yeah. every day. Yeah. Before I, um, I had left there, and I'm, it was like 4 in the morning after I worked out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I took some mushrooms, and then I used to go on YouTube. And then I saw... What the fuck? And um, and it's my ego too, cause these motherfuckers think about me all the time. Right. You know, so I got this thing, the technique of Mike Tyson, the guy that fucked some of this guy that yep. practiced me, studied me a whole life, and every move I make, they know me better than I know myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at myself, and I'm always saying to myself, "Fuck, nigga, God, will you stop looking at yourself? Will you stop? You know, you stop thinking about yourself. Right, right. You know, you stop fucking thinking about. But I, yeah. And but it's hard because. You're the only thing that you know. Right, right. So I'm not yeah. just thinking about yourself. Yeah. yeah You're the only but, thing that you know. And I, I say to myself, fuck you, nigga. You ain't who you think you're. Because it gets good because I'm almost thinking, I'm a god, nigga. I'm immortal, <laughs> this and that. And then because I can see myself saying that. You're feeling, but then I go outside and then people um, affirm it. Yes, but the, what the, the thing that I watch, and then I, when I watch night. you, when I watch you all with the humbleness, I was so deep down. I wish I could be that way. I always play the role like I'm humble, but deep down, I don't got a humble bone in my body. Mm-hmm. But you do. Yeah, you do, Mike. You do. You just don't understand. Like, I see your 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 interviews. There's your humble until somebody piss you off. Like, I seen yeah. your piss off moments. Like, you just like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you a gentleman. Sure. Yo, you're, somebody yeah, line. no, somebody crossed that line. And he's brought up the rape situation. Yeah. And he was black. He said, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he is. He's a piece of shit. Let yeah, yeah. Uh, get you to ask that question. But listen, check it out, right? <laughs> Imagine if I would have said, well, yes, this is true, brother, but um, I'm above that now. And I shouldn't have showed him my feelings. I let him know my feelings. And that's I like, like that. I yeah. Know my feeling. Like, our feelings should be our feelings. That's why it's our feelings. Mm-hmm. Nobody should know our feelings. Mm-hmm. Right. We're in the, it's two worlds. It's the outer world and the inner world. And the inner world, yeah. Like and we, that, and we yeah. can't let the outer world upset the inner, inner world. world. We yeah. watch it. We watch it on play. And sometimes it gets close to us. But we can't let it disturb this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the game I'm playing. Now, I never knew how to play the game of life. <laughs> you know, I that's... Just, that's I was just winging it. Mm-hmm. That's the one I, thing I that mostly it. takes it's your energy. Yeah. I got a little bit of an understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's game. good, Mike. That's good. That's amazing. Because, I mean, that, I'm telling you, that's where your energy goes. You to play the yeah. game. Your in energy order, goes. In order to be important, you have to forget your importance. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. In order to be great, you have to forget your greatness. Right. You have to give it up. Ain't that some bullshit, though? In order to be great, you're already great, but in order to be great, you got to give it forget, up. Yeah, you got to act like you, you still try to be. Well, believe it or not, when I'm out. And I'm in VIP, and they bring in the bottles. I don't really drink. I would be the other person serving. I'll Yo, can I get you? Okay. Four people drinks. 
It's exactly what you're saying. I pour people drinks and sit down. I'm not acting like, give me this, move that, get that. I don't do that. I make sure everybody else feels important and I want to make you feel incredible because I already know who I am. But, but that goes back to what you're saying. You, you have to transfer that energy. Yeah. And believe it or not, it can, it can create a lot of peace too. And we're like, Treating people wrong and being disrespectful. Yeah. You know, when I was talking to Shannon, big this Shannon, he's a very emotional guy, but he didn't understand this. Nobody, how come um, the poorest countries in the world are the happiest people? Yeah. Mm. Now, why, now, why is that? Do you know that secret? I found that secret out. I want to hear it. Know why? Um, they don't expect anything. Exactly. And they, expect they've never anything. seen what we had. Listen, hey. You see a guy like me that try to wish I was like Teddy Humble and stuff? What would I do if somebody didn't mention say hi to me? Imagine my ego. What if I go outside and somebody didn't notice me? How shallow I am. I was at my mother's grave. Wow, listen, this is deep. I was mm. at my mother's grave and I was 16 at the time, but I was fighting. I had won national titles and stuff. And I was, what the fuck? I was telling my mother I'm going to be the greatest Tyson. They're going to, when they mention Tyson, they're going to be mentioning me, Tiffany Tyson. not going to be nothing. I'm going to be the greatest Tyson ever lived. And I'm telling this to my mother, and I say, I felt that way because I'm such a, I'm such shit. I'm nothing. I come from nothing, so I have to want to be something so bad. I've been humble my whole life. I don't want to be humble because people walked over me, abused me, did anything that a human being could be done to. And it's, and I've become from that guy to become this, and it's just, it's a psychological fucking traumatic fucking, how did that happen? How did I become scary and then I'm this guy that people are scared of? Right? Isn't that weird? Yeah. And I come from me being afraid. I'm afraid. People are afraid of me because I'm afraid of me. Mm-hmm. You know? When you started boxing, how did you know, though, you were talented. Like, what got you to go boxing? You know what I mean? No, like everybody I saw got Muhammad that one Ali. thing. Really? I saw Muhammad Ali, and then um, that's just saw him personally. Okay. That he, that's how much power I saw him. He was so far away from me, but I just saw him, mm-hmm. and he inspired me. And then from then on, I got shipped upstate New York, and I get shipped upstate New York. And this fucking guy used to be a pro boxer. He starts teaching me. Isn't that weird? Wow. He starts teaching me how to box. And so how did you meet Gus? He introduced me to Gus because oh, he didn't shit. box. His wife didn't want him to box because I think he had a black broken nose. So he said, I'm going to take you somewhere and um, he's going to take you to another level. And then I watched, he watched me box one day and he said, provided no incidents, no problems. This is the youngest heavyweight champion. I was 13 then. He planned my life out for me and everything. Man. This old white Italian guy, he had set my life for me. And, you know, back when I'm young, you know, we used to always rob white people and stuff. Right. I had no idea white people are savages. Oh, yes. No disrespect. No, I had no idea. When I met Cuss, I never knew I did. Look at me. I'm a monster. Look what he done to me. I don't care about people's feelings. I'm emotionless. He told me I was fucking better than people. Why didn't he tell me that, you know, Everybody's good, and why well, he, he shouldn't have told me? Why didn't he tell me I was better than people? I'm superior. Why did that stick with me? Why didn't I say? Why didn't I right now say, "Hey, you know that's wrong, Mike. That's not right. You're not superior to people." I'd say that all the time, but deep down in my heart, I say I'm better than these niggas. That's because I feel so little. I come from shit. Mm-hmm. I got to be better than somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you're striving. Yeah, that's if I can hear you guys, man. To be the best, but. Huh? When I sit back and just know how long we've known each other, know that you've gone through that, 
Because, like I said, you, you never know what a person's journey is. Listen, really, in the eighties, right? When everybody thought you were shit, you keep away from you and shit because they think you might still. Listen, I understood that I was that nigga. Yeah, you always show me love, yo. Nigga, no. I'm the nigga that everybody say, keep away from the niggas who steal your shit. Yep. I've been that nigga that people whisper about my whole life. And he always treated When I was going through my thing, got me by arm, it's like right by my neck. And just like, yo, the, the one we gone. Yep. Just, and I, I understood that, especially now hearing him, because he had been down that same path mm-hmm. of people talking about you. And even when people you talked to, because they knew he was tight, they used to try to diss me. To him. He's like, man, fuck y'all. That's T to the motherfucking K. You know, I understand people. I didn't understand people back. No, I did. But I know this. When, when I talk about somebody, I'm talking about myself. When I say that's a bitch-ass nigga, I'm talking about myself. When I say I don't trust him, I'm talking about myself. I'm untrustworthy. I like that. So you see yourself in somebody else. So you're projecting that because I know. No, it's not that I see myself. It's that... um. Anything I say to somebody is the reflection of me. Mm. Even when I say he's beautiful, that's a reflection of me. Right. That's the beauty I feel sometimes about myself. Wow. I like that. That's deep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because that's true. It is. Most, <laughs> most people who say something about somebody have always either experienced it yeah. or they are that. How would you know that? To, how would you know to say that if you wasn't that? Well, let's you know? give you an example. You know, when we used to say we used to blame a girl for being with somebody. Then we didn't really see it. Yo, I I was, yeah, but what the fuck? I was saying to myself, right? Because I look at myself. I look. I look at myself as a loser mm-hmm. that I failed. Yeah, I know. I know. I know, Teddy. Mm-hmm. I know, Teddy. But um, that's that's weird, right? But why do I, why do I am I a loser? But I just keep succeeding. I just, I'm a fucking sucker for fucking success. I just want to thrive and win and oh. win, and I want to fucking. Sh- in a weird way, I want to show off. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I just never want to say it to nobody, but I want to show off. But why we on the air? You thought I was dead. You thought I was dead and I came back. Y'all brothers, man, I'm so happy, man. We got to see each other. Yes. We got to see each other. We well, woke up in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Michael it's so Vegas. crazy. We all in Hi. Vegas, too. We yeah. all in... Look oh, at... I love this show so much. Yeah. We got to get Shout the fuck to, out Shout-outs to Uncle Thank Mike. Thank you. Yeah. Mike hey. C. And listen, everybody, follow me at TK underscore Kirkland. And, uh, and what about to my you? my podcast uh, on the TK Kirkland podcast. Shout out to Mike, uh, Surfman, the staff, uh, Frenchie. And it's always good seeing the great, 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 great Teddy Bowden. Mm. Shout outs to all my family in New York, North Carolina, and Vegas, California. But my, uh, my Instagram is Teddy Raleigh number one. Teddy Raleigh, one word, and the number one at the end. And, uh, Look forward to the tour. We got the tour coming up, the cruises and all of that stuff. I took off for three yeah, months. Man. Now I'm about to I go back to work. We had hair. We had hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? We you guys to, look good, we though. We had hair, right? You guys look good. <laughs> Teddy, <laughs> this trench coat's off the chain, uh, Thank you, thank you. Hell yeah. So, Mike, I'm going to call you for the tickets. Hey, yeah. listen. Uh, hit him up. <laughs> You can be up, disappointed. Brother. I don't yeah. want to do Yeah, you can be disappointed. You can I'm call. I'm not calling you for the tickets, yeah. though. Hey, on, thanks for watching hey, this episode of Hot Boxing. Till next time, I'm Evan Britton. Yep, yep. I'm Mike Tyson. We out. Thank you. Let's get another good picture, guys. Oh, man, this yeah, is over. Sure. I need a joint now.
Hi, this is Daniel Roof, the Real GM Radio Podcast, and I want to take a minute to talk about DeAndre Ayton, the number one pick of the 2018 draft. Definitely has not gotten the attention of high-profile lottery picks Luka Doncic and Trey Young during the early going, but he has been excellent and a key part of the Phoenix Suns being on the precipice of the NBA Finals. Ayton is presenting a matchup nightmare for the LA Clippers that Rudy Gobert simply was not. Gobert is a wonderful player, deserving Defensive Player of the Year, but Ayton puts more pressure on opposing defenses. He's used his size mismatches for offensive rebounds, and he's also been able to contest shots around the basket and make life hard on the Clippers there too. So it is a huge performance for him, averaging 20 points, 13 and a half rebounds through the first four games of the series. And it's been so exciting to see a physically talented player really come into his own on the brightest stage so far of his career. Hi, this is Daniel Rue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now on the pro basketball, hockey playoffs, and Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.net has all the action. Basketball, the playoff battles continue as their teams make the run for the championship. America's pastime is in full swing. And let's not forget about hockey's chase for the cup. BetOnline has you covered if you love golf, MMA, championship boxing, they have that too. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports, the news, scores, and odds. So head to the website, use your mobile device, and bring home the game with BetOnline.net. 